0: me up to another good good morning time to go oh, we are all for we are all for hey guys welcome to the world famous marriage adventure podcast we're so glad that you're with us this week it's going to be a great episode.
1: It is. Have I ever
0: started out and said, this is going to be a terrible episode?
1: No, you haven't. But you know why it's going to be a great episode? Uh-huh. It's going to be a great week. Because mm-hmm. we are recording this on the week of Daniel's birthday. Yay. yay. I, I need a cheer. Need the, like the, yay, little Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push. Yeah, so it won't actually, uh, we're recording it the week of your birthday, but it won't actually drop till the week after your birthday okay. so i'm not going to go into too much detail It means
0: we are going to have to have two weeks of my birthday
1: yeah well there you go yes that, we can just drag it out um i have okay. a sister-in-law we that celebrates her birthday month happy birthday when it's october i won't name her name but yeah so uh
0: don't let her rain on my birthday episode. i'm sorry no this no this is your podcast episode.
1: episode but um maybe we have a birthday month for you too Mm -hmm. Because this is, I won't tell which birthday, but it's a big one.
0: I accidentally saw my cake.
1: I know. I, yes, you did. (laughs) I didn't tell you um, that, but I did. I know. Well, I had to arrange for it to be made a little early because the person making it for me was going out of town. But thankfully, it freezes well. And you saw it in the freezer. I did, but yeah, I can't wait.
0: I know it's going to be. I'm glad I saw it. it it's one of your favorites. i to look forward yeah. to. Yeah,
1: yeah, but um, but yeah, you, so I
0: ain't, I ain't scared. Okay. I ain't scared, right? This is my fiftieth.
1: Yeah, that's right. Own it. Great. Own it. I'm owning it. Fifty Listen, and fabulous. 50s the new 15. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know about that. Right? But it's
0: the new whatever. Would you
1: want to be 15 Heck again? No. no. Okay. No.
0: Well, I, I want to say be anything but 50. I'm this
1: fine. is a tough one because. You've been hard to get something for this year, and the kids and I have struggled to get you a birthday present. Life's good, man. And I don't Don't know. It's been really tough, but well, and I'll say I used a really great bullet for your 40th. I know what you could do. What? You can daggum get the Braves on my TV. I know. We're we're working on that. They're not. Hey, oh. It's being frustrating. That's a whole rabbit. You want to chase that? Are you? No, just... I
0: just want to make it known. I hate ballet sports. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. They're they're not letting us see what we want to see, this even in our painful. area.
0: It's my birthday week. I should be able to watch
1: the Braves <laughs> on my daggum TV. I know. I know. Well, let This is going to be a good birthday episode okay, here. So not let's, gonna not let's not be bitter. Let's not be bitter about it. But so I use a great gift bullet on your fortieth. And I didn't think I might need it ten years later. But so for your fortieth, I had a lot of friends and family um, write you cards, just saying what you Dead. had meant to them, and um, and that was good. But you also, we recently in January had just a great time where
0: I got I got to elaborate on that story before okay. you move along. Um, so you had. Friends and family and, and and people write me these really special sweet cards and so I was going, I was going uh, on a little solo camping retreat a mm-hmm. few days later mm-hmm. uh, by myself up to Cloudland Canyon mm-hmm. and so I was like I'm gonna take these with me and it was just me I was gonna get away for a couple of days and uh, and go hiking and all that and camping and um, and so I took them with me and I put them in my pack. And, uh, I'm hiking the rim of the Canyon and I find this, I come across this thing and the, this one like bend and the trees just opened up and it's this gorgeous view over the Canyon. And so I sit on the rim, sit on the edge, kind of with my feet, kind of hanging over and, and I just start reading these letters and I'm weeping mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Oh Lord, I am not, mm-hmm. I am not this guy. Mm-hmm. And, um. I'm an ax murderer and people yeah. just don't know it. No, I'm not the guy they're saying. You're I not am. That <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and God's just saying, no, but I'm, I'm that God. I'm that good. And, and so I'm just weeping and no one, no one came along the trail that whole time. I mean, it was just me sitting there except one lone camper and he's a hiker and he's walking by and I can only imagine he sees me sitting on the edge of the rim reading a, a letter Crying and he's probably like, Don't jump. Don't jump,
1: man. Don't it's not worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. well that was very special. It was, I'm um, I'm glad. And then in January, um, we recently you made a, a job change, a career, like and a path, a whole stepped
0: away from uh the church I was on staff at for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. In and in that,
1: I, they, they did something really special for you when you left, you had a staff meeting and all the staff just really share with you. You you told me how meaningful it was that they had shared just ways that things that you had meant to them. Yeah, Anytime
0: any, a staff member left, we do kind of what we call the chair of honor. Uh, and so in staff meeting, when we announce they're leaving, we'll bring them up and let them sit in front of the staff and let everybody just kind of share. Yeah. And, and I would lead those staff meetings. And uh, so did it. I don't want to say many times, but we did a a lot, a handful of times. And, um, and then I got to sit in the seat and it was unbelievably special because in my heart, in my head, I'm thinking, they're not going to miss me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't need me around here. They're not going to miss me. What is the enemy's like, what is any, he just spoke into my head. No one's going to say anything. Mm -hmm. I almost told our pastor, Hey, don't do that for me. Mm -hmm. I just don't. One, I don't think anybody's got anything to say, and I don't, you know, and I'm glad I didn't, because it was an incredibly special, meaningful
1: time. So, what what was it about that, that why was that so meaningful to you? Um,
0: there was, there was stuff that I didn't even remember that, uh, That people brought up stories or interactions or conversations that had happened that was uh, meaningful to them Mm -hmm. or special to them uh, or thing it it really validated and we can all say I don't need validation my identity is in Christ and I don't okay listen well thank you Jesus (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that you're Jesus and you don't Mm -hmm. need human validation but we all do Mm -hmm. and for me it really Validated um, my ministry there and who mm-hmm. I was to them, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was it was incredibly special.
1: So, in the last episode, we began talking about the fact that Jesus loved us in ways that's very personal in ways that um, we can individually understand. And in that, we begin to talk about the fact that there are different ways that we each feel loved. And I think this is one of the reasons that cards or um, having people tell you those things meant something to you because that's one of your primary um, love languages is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And for a person of words of affirmation – that kind of thing would mean the world. And today, what we're going to talk about is loving through our words. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes.
0: All right. So, since you guys are Gen Zers and we're Gen Xers, we're going to see how well you know the 80s. All right. Here we go. First question.
1: A divorced mother of two boys is drawn into the world of international espionage by a handsome man in a tuxedo. What show is this? Simon and Simon? Simon? Moonlighting, Scarecrow, Mrs. King, or My Sister Sam. Scarecrow, moonlighting, Mrs. King. Hmm.
0: What? You're right, Josie. Scarecrow, ah! Mrs. King. All no. the moonlighting was a great show. Mm-hmm. All right, a mystery writer travels the country promoting her novels. She continually finds herself solving actual murder mysteries. What show is this? Murder. She wrote Murder Inc. Too Close for Comfort, or Wise Guy.
1: Mur- first one. Murder, Something she wrote. Line. Murder, she wrote.
0: Good job, Kolbs. Yeah. One Yay. to one.
1: Henry and Kip have nowhere to live. Their female friend suggests they dress up as women to stay at a mm. women-only residence. What show, show is this? I love this show. Gloria Benson, It's a Living, or or Bosom Buddies.
0: Bosom, Bosom buddies. buddies. Bosom Buddies. That was Tom Hanks's yeah. first show. I did big it. Show. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: All right, Cole. We got two to one. What is the name of the sitcom that is about the humorous lives of various? New York City cab drivers. I don't have uh, a bunch of answers for it. I'll tell you. It's taxi. All right, next (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) Doctor Sam Beckett travels through time in an attempt to change history for the better. What show is this? Saint Elsewhere, China Beach, Quantum Leap, or not? Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap Two to one. We've been three Three to to one, three
0: to one, three to one. A former cop is recruiting to fight crime using a car fitted with artificial intelligence. What show is this? The Fall Guy, Knight Rider, Greatest Knight American Hero, or Lou Grant? Knight Rider. Knight, 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 Knight. Knight Rider. Good job. Yes. yes.
1: One four, last one. Four one. All right. Chips was a show about members of the California Highway Patrol. True or false? False. True. Josie got Josie.
0: it. So what is it? What is it? Three it is, to one? It is. It is four, All right. to four to two. Four to two. Four Here's two. one last one. We'll do one last one. Dr. David Banner is a scientist whose experiment involving gamma radiation goes wrong. What show is this? Incredible Hulk, Airwolf, that's incredible. incredible Hulk.
1: They got it together. Very good, very right. good. Colby,
0: congratulations.
1: Yay! Ah, ah.
0: You know what else I loved about the 80s? What? I could watch the Braves on TBS. Oh,
1: that again. I love TBS. Yes. God, I made it oh, so that's easy. That's true, TBS, they were They're always America's on.
0: it. America's
1: team. That's right. they money right. and
0: contracts.
1: I know. Valley. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not bitter. Not at all. Okay, so today we are talking about um, loving through our words, loving our spouse in the way that they need to feel loved. And if you, if your spouse's primary love language is words of affirmation, then um, maybe today will resonate with you. And hopefully um, your spouse might, not, might take a love languages test, but they might not. So maybe we'll give you enough information today to deduce that this is your spouse's love language. And we thought today, since this is... Daniel's one of his primary. Did it's you my know? second. Secondary,
0: second? but it's one of the two primaries. Yep.
1: That I would maybe ask you a few questions about that to see, kind of get inside of the mind of a words of affirmation <laughs> it's, person. It's
0: dangerous in there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Proceed with caution.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So, what is, um, if a person's love language is words of affirmation, words build you up. You thrive on spoken affection, praise, encouragement, and compliments. Harsh words and criticism can stick with you and can wreck you. But let's talk for a minute about the things that are the positive side of that. Some of the things that a words of affirmation person, what do you, what you need, what you most need to hear.
0: You know, it was really, um, I, think, I think these love languages can change over our life and seasons and, and all. I know they had for, they did for me. Um, I grew up in, with a, with a mom that was a gifts giver. And so that's kind of the way I learned to love was gifts. And then because we had zero money when we first got married and gifts doesn't appear on your radar at all, uh, I changed, I changed. And so it was really difficult for me to reconcile that, that words of affirmation was one of my, my, uh, I love languages because I don't want to, it appears needy to me.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That I, I've got to be, I've got to be validated. We've got to pet him and give him strokes and things like that, you know? And uh, and so that was like, no. I, and, and truly, I don't like smoke being blown at me.
1: Well, that's because words show you love and you can see through it if somebody's being fake in that. And words are very important. And just words that are spoken casually or just to blow smoke at you, mm. just uh, they appear, it appears to be trying too hard or hurtful almost that someone would do that because it mm. feels like it's not genuine.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I have totally forgotten a question. You said, you said, what do I need? What do words,
1: as a words of affirmation person, what is it that a words of affirmation person needs to hear from someone?
0: Um, I need to hear that I'm a good boy. <laughs> you need to hear doing a good job. Uh-huh. You know, I like that, that, that it lets me know I'm, I'm on the right track, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I, I can tell, and maybe I can tell that you, you need to hear that. I appreciate you or that I'm proud of you or that you need to hear. Thank you. And, um, and that I love you. I mean, mm-hmm. I show you, but I think a words of affirmation person needs to hear. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and be told that that you're doing the, doing well, mm-hmm. that I'm proud of you, and, I, and I'm thankful for you, and I'm glad you're my husband, and you know all those things, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. you say that that's a you don't want to appear needy, but it's very scriptural. First um, Thessalonians five eleven says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in f- fact you were doing, and he was speaking to the church in that, but. But he's saying you need to encourage each other, people. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say everybody needs this, and I, this is I
0: think at the end of the day we all have a little bit of all of these.
1: Yes, yes. But it's very biblical to use our words to encourage and build someone up, not puff someone up. Right. But not to, lie. no, and not manipulate,
0: not no. puff someone up or throw them no. compliments to manipulate because that. I I have a, a very uh, I think a very good tight weaved filter mm-hmm. when it comes to that a crapometer a crapometer <laughs> a poopometer yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah, I mean no. I can I can I feel like if if you're just telling me something and okay come off it man mm-hmm. really that mm-hmm. ain't real
1: sure yeah. yeah but it's very biblical we do need to build each other up and all the more. I think when someone's when they feel love through words, we really need to use those words as to encourage them. Um, Proverbs sixteen twenty four says, "Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body." Mm. Okay, so think about that for just a second. You know, a, a honeycomb is something that you would, you know. Honey is supposed to be pretty healthy. You can take it like for allergies and things like that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of sugar in it, but mm. it is, it's sweet.
0: It's nature's energy, gel. Yeah,
1: but it can be health to the body. Our words actually can breathe life into someone and to bring healing into someone's life.
0: And that is very true. Words, um, especially with, I mean, I know with me, uh, words can breathe life into me or it can suck life. You can breathe life or you can speak death yeah in you know, into somebody and, and i feel that i feel that as well
1: yeah because well and there again that's the that's the truth of in proverbs 18 i think uh, 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. and those who love it will eat its fruits mm-hmm. that there is power there's life and death in what we speak to each other mm-hmm. and which that goes into the other side of this words of affirmation if we're casually if we're flippant or careless with our words especially with someone who is a words of affirmation person what does that do
0: oh, it's man it is a it's a weapon mm-hmm. it truly is and you can you can injure i mean anybody like we go back to what we said you can you can do damage with your words a, a sharp tongue right but with a words of affirmation person you can really do damage in an argument or a fight or disagreement with words. So sticks it, it and stones weighs. may break
1: my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's- I've
0: never had a broken <laughs> bone by a stick, no. but man, words can that can last a lifetime. I still remember, uh, th- and maybe maybe we're all like this, but I still remember things that were said to me when I was a kid. Mm. You know, by my maybe a friend or brothers or parents, Yeah, you know, I don't know, and, and they may have been unintentional, and but but man. I can remember. I you
1: know, remember one time. I will get them. One day. Someone <laughs> said one time that you're not handy. Yeah, yeah. I think you have spent the last I don't know thirty years trying to prove that you're handy because it just really, you know, because you have a very strong work ethic. But I think that thing right there was like this barb that has been stuck. I in I have you. a
0: very strong. I will prove
1: you yeah, wrong. You do. Ethic. You do, but I think that's partly something that's rolling around the back of your head that you've heard, and so you work against that, mm-hmm. that you work to prove that. And so our words are can be so wounding, and I think we see it, you can see it in the face of a child when you've wounded. Yeah. And I think as grown-ups, we've gotten better at masking it.
0: And I'll say, um, both of our kids are quality time um, – and probably physical touch, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think Colby also has words of affirmation. I think so. Because I can tell when I've said words that wound or words that, that discourage, it's like a, a balloon deflating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when I tell him what I think of him in that positive way, and I feel like I'm the same way, Colby and I are liking that. It's like a, a balloon and you know helium coming into it, and mm-hmm. we can we can fly when we know people believe in us. Mm-hmm.
1: So, if our if our spouse, I'll say this: I've I, knowing that your words of affirmation, I think it changed has changed through the years as I've understood that it's changed the way I fight mm. because, and, and I've always been one. I need even more so. I need to think about what I say before I say it whereas early in our marriage you'd say no we got to just get this we let's need to talk right it. deal let's, with it right let's now solve the thing and i if i ever felt back in a corner i would scrape and claw and say all the mean things and the more i understand that that's your love language the more i realize that i retreat to protect you mm. i protect you from my words because that's the way i i, I scrape and claw yeah. when i feel um Backed in a corner, or if I if we if I'm trying to win or whatever, I can I know I can use words to wound you and to win. Um, if I say them flippantly, and I and I think sometimes if I've not thought them through, um, I can be very wounding. So I try really hard to say, I need time out, and I try to think through. Yeah, and I think there's something
0: that a words person has to be really careful of, especially in 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 an argument or something you know fight disagreement something like that. Is that when the other person says things, if we, we have to have grace because if we, you know, we always say, well, you said it, mm-hmm. sorry, you said it. And we all say things that we don't mean, especially right. in when emotions are high, when yeah. we're, we're flat brain, you know, meaning we 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 just can't think or smell right. Our emotions have taken over. Smell. I don't think smell has to do with it. But when we can't think right or, <laughs> or we don't hear have things, empathy, right? we don't hear right, yeah. our heart's not empathetic anymore, um, we can we can use that as a manipulation tactic. Well, you said it. And you know what? You must have thought it because that came sure. out of your mouth. We all say stupid stuff. We all say stuff we don't mean when we're when in the height of emotion. Yeah. And we can't hold people to what they say in those moments. I, Lord, I don't want people to hold me to things I say in those moments. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to be self-aware enough to come back and own it and mm-hmm. apologize for mm-hmm. it and say, look, I was, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I said something out of emotion or I said something trying to manipulate to win yeah. and that was wrong. And I, so I need to own it. But with words, people, we've got to be very careful not to hold people so much to their words and allow people to repent or allow people yeah. to well, be forgiven
1: well and I know you've done that because I've there have been times that I've hurt you and I've come back and I'm like I didn't mean that and you're in and, and you're like I get that and you've given me that grace to say I forgive you for what you said because I have I've realized that it's hurt yeah and so if your spouse is words of affirmation you got to really guard your words and not use them as a weapon especially on purpose. We're all going to mess up and say stuff that's stupid, but we've got to be careful how we say things. So um, we talked about in our previous episode that the only way I can love you the way you need to be loved and to show you words of affirmation is to stay connected to the Lord and to hear from him. So to hear his voice and be able to allow his words to filter Let him filter my words before I say them. Um, And so that's the only way I can do that. So if I'm intentionally walking with Jesus and loving you through words of affirmation, what are some practical things that I can do or our listener can do if their spouse's words of affirmation to to make them feel loved? Maybe it's not my primary language, and I'm trying to learn this and learn how to love, and it hasn't crossed my mind. What are some practical things? Well, anytime you're
0: learning how to speak someone else's love language, there's intentionality. There's got to be intentionality behind it, and which speaks love in itself. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're trying to learn to love me better, okay, that, that's love in itself because mm-hmm. it's self-sacrificing. You're dying to yourself. You're dying to your natural desire, which is to just, you know, do what's comfortable and easy. Mm-hmm. So I think that in itself is is big. Um, but just noticing, noticing. When they do something great or are noticing uh it's a little bit like gifts, hmm. except it's the gift of words <laughs> and not <laughs> it's wrapped with a bow okay. right <laughs> sorry it it is it's it's very much you're giving a gift of affirmation, mm-hmm. you're giving a gift of kindness you're giving a gift of your you know with gifts people I don't want to step on another topic another thing but it, it it means a lot that you notice. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you would, you know, don't just don't just throw casual stuff out, mm-hmm. but notice the things and say, man, that that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. You did a great job at that, or this looks so good. You did that, you know mm-hmm. um, that means that means a lot when it's pointed and specific. Mm-hmm. that kind of thing. yeah, um, And with men, I think a lot of men probably have words of affirmation and maybe they don't know it because the love and respect thing. Mm -hmm. You show respect a lot of times through, well, through actions, but through words. Mm -hmm. You know, you do a great job. It's your job. I really appreciate what you do. You know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so that speaks respect to a man that you
1: Maybe yeah. leaving notes or.
0: Yeah, leaving notes is is great. And it was always meaningful when I'd, I'd get up and you'd, of course, it's always meaningful when you make the coffee <laughs> in the pot, coffee pot. But when I get up and I, because I get it for you and I would go to press power on the coffee and there'd be a little note on the coffee mm-hmm. pot that said, just love you, thinking about you, hope you have a great day. That means a lot. Um, a lot of those little notes accumulated when I worked at the office. At the church, they would accumulate right there by my desk or on my desk.
1: And, and Josie would leave you sometimes.
0: Josie would leave about fifteen <laughs> notes or call me around my office, uh-huh. and uh, I'd have like to remove, I'd hooked. have to remove most of them, but the the ones on the back of the door, people would when the door was shut, they'd see, oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, but yeah, those uh, notes, messages, a thoughtful word, mm-hmm. um, and and don't don't just blow. Don't do it to be manipulative because that can be as bad as an unkind word to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is.
0: When I know somebody that is uh, a big encourager, you know, like, man, that's great. Get out of boy, that kind of thing. But it's not backed up by actions Mm -hmm. or it's not backed up by what you perceive to be true in what they do. It just, it's even worse. It's like, really? Mm -hmm. Is that just your... Magnetic personality coming out, or do you really think mm-hmm. that this is good? That I'm, yeah, you, know, you appreciate that. Right
1: well, it's kind of like sometimes when the kids will come in and say, "Dad, you did, you're so awesome. I just love this." And you're like, "What do you want? <laughs>
0: what? What is can it? Can we you do, do? Can we do? <laughs> the, can we go to this? Can we do this? Yes, because I love you so much. You're the best dad in the world. Hey, uh, can I have a dollar? <laughs> I need to go to the candy machine. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah."
1: So I think I think that's just uh, it all comes back to um, that we're learning to love each other in the way that we um, each feel loved, and that we're le- learning to love like Jesus did, and it's a process. And
0: that's right. it's so, yeah. very good. Well, we hope you guys have a great Daniel birthday week. <laughs> and- <laughs> Thank you so much for celebrating with us today. If you want to get me a gift, feel free and please send it or a note of encouragement. That's yeah, all absolutely, it that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely, a birthday gift for me is you can like and subscribe to this YouTube podcast. There you go, hitting the subscribe button, or if you can follow us online at the Marriage Adventure, and that would mean the world absolutely to me. So, you guys have a great, great week.